0: This is Women of Grace Live, discussing issues important to your life and faith, spiritual insight, practical wisdom. Join us as we transform the world one woman at a time. Women of Grace, for such a time as this. Now, here's your host... Johnette Williams.
1: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women of Grace Live. I am Johnette Williams. Very happy to be with you today. I'd love to spend this time with you, excuse me, Monday through Friday. We discuss issues important to your life and faith. There, I was able to get that out. Oh, my goodness sakes. So much going on in the world today and so much going on as we come together in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to talk about the issues from a Catholic perspective. And I certainly do hope that you join us Monday through Friday right here on Women of Grace Live. We love to hear from you. We love to hear what's going on in your world. We love to pray with you. We love to, you know, just discuss life in general with each other here. Let me give you a toll-free number so that you can reach us. It is toll-free for you here in North America, 833-288-EWTN. That's 833 3986 That's the way that we can come together in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and be about the business of edifying this mystical body of Christ uh, through the words and the comments, the insights and inspirations that we share together. You can also reach us out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply use the chat feature there. Put in your question or comment or any of the other inspirations, <laughs> insights, or words of encouragement that you have, and we will retrieve them and get them up on the board. We have Rich Jesse producing for us today, Matthew Gobensky answering the phones, and we've got Michael McCall, I do believe, out there on social media. If not, I will find out about it. We invite you uh, to use all of the means that you can to join us. Now, if you're outside of North America, here is a number for you, country code 1-205-271-2985. Again, that's country code one 205 271 Two nine eight five. You can always leave uh, a comment or a question for us at our comment line. It is the same number as the on-air line available to you at four o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That's eight three three two eight eight EWTN. And we receive your questions by email as well. You can simply email them to womenofgrace at ewtn That's womenofgrace at EWTN.com. If you put in the subject line, women of grace, it makes it easy for those that retrieve those uh, emails and they'll get segmented and sent to us. And we'll be able to talk about various things going on in your life. Let me share with you a little bit of what, about what's happening in the life of women of grace. We are going to be in Boca Raton, Florida next weekend, this coming Saturday, Jack and I are going to be there. Uh, we're going to be having a marriage retreat day at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. It is going to be a lovely time. I'm encouraging you to sign up. I don't know where registrations are at this point. Could be full up. I'm not sure. But you can call and find out. We would love to have you join us there. We sure will. would. Uh, the theme is thriving in marriage in a post-truth culture. We don't realize how deeply this post-truth culture affects us and the way in which it distorts our capacity to see clearly, to understand each other with uh, true compassion and love. It's important for us to talk about these kinds of things. Uh, We're going to have a great time together. I can assure you of that. Not only will you receive some insight and inspiration from our marriage and the marriages that we had prior to Jack having been married to his uh, late wife Susie for 20 years, me having been married to my late husband Anthony for almost 34 years years. We'll share with you some of the ups and downs of of those relationships, how we work them out, but we'll share with you too about God's providential grace that comes to us by way of the sacrament that is ours, the sacrament of matrimony. Uh, We'll have, as I say, a lot of fun because Jack is a hoot. Uh, He's a lot of fun and I try to crack a joke or two every once in a while. <laughs> sometimes uh, sometimes people get it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it falls flat. But that's the way that it goes with uh, those kinds of things. We're going to have a very, very lovely time. I can assure you of that. The day starts at 8 a.m., eastern time and uh, we'll finish up at the end of the day at 5 30 p.m eastern we will have uh, a mass as well as an opportunity for uh you know some special little things that are going to happen i don't want to reveal everything right but there's a lot of special moments that are going to happen through the course of our time together so that is saint john the evangelist catholic church this coming saturday february the third marriage retreat day with johnette and jack williams thriving in marriage in a post-truth culture. Uh, all of the information is available for you at our website. Just get out there to womenofgrace.com. Hopefully, uh, you'll be able to uh, you know, join us there. You can click and register right online, right at our website. So we invite you uh, to uh, join us there. We surely do. Uh, February uh, uh, the 13th is our Morning of Grace. We've got information for you about that too. These are free events. Uh, we have them online. Uh, we invite you ladies to join us for these beautiful Mornings of Grace. Uh, you know, it's interesting to me how God uses all means to build up community. Obviously, the best and the richest uh, uh, interaction that we have with each other takes place in person. But, you know, through the the, the beauty and the wonder of electronic communication we can come together as the mystical body of christ see each other interact with each other and i think it's so very important when you can when you're talking about very important matters uh, you know, to be able to, to actually see the responses uh, that, that another person is giving you through body language, that's very helpful in, in many, many uh, dynamic situations. Uh, so you know, electronic communications today affords us that opportunity, and there's many, many different platforms uh, on which we can gather for that. We generally gather via Zoom, and and that's the way that it's going to be for this online uh, February Morning of Grace. The information is available for you once you get on our website. Just click on it when you see it there on the homepage, uh, either in the uh, the, um, uh, slideshow or in the upcoming events section. It'll take you to that specific landing page on the website, and you'll be able to register. We would love for you to join us. That's You have to register. We, we need to send you the link and all of that so that you can join us. What a wonderful opportunity it is. Then, February the 16th, get this, so excited about it. February 16th, I am going to be in State College, Pennsylvania. Jack is going to join me there, too. Looking forward to being with all of the good people there at Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church, there is a parish-wide uh, presentation Friday evening, February the sixteenth. It begins with Stations of the Cross at six thirty. I will be presenting at seven p.m. Uh, that particular. Topic is not very far from the topic that we will be discussing uh, as we come together at Boca. This one is thriving as Catholics in a post-truth world. Uh, you know, this this post-truth world affects us on every level. It affects us corporately as the mystical body of Christ. It affects us within our marriage. It affects us in the way in which we're raising our children. Uh, you know, the, the culture is a great former and shaper. When I say great, I mean uh, you know influencer. I don't mean that it's wonderful. Uh, it's an not wonderful. And our children can become victims of distortion, uh, which can lead them very far away from the revealed truth of sacred scripture and the teachings of the church. And it can do the same thing. It can do the same thing for you in your faith. So we'll be discussing that, Thriving as Catholics in a Post-Truth World. That is going to be uh, Friday evening, uh, Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania, beginning at 6.30 with Stations of the Cross. The next day is a day for woman, women, uh, and we are going to be talking about about who is Woman? Our special call and mission in a challenging world, and executing the mission steps for success. We're going to feed you, uh, and it's going to be a lovely day. You can register at our website, womenofgrace.com. Just get out there and register. Join us, join us, join us. I am so eager to see you at all of these marvelous events. We're going to be right back, inviting you to call us 833 288 EWT, and stay tuned.
0: The Women of Grace phone lines are open 1-833-288-EWTN. 1 833 288 3986.
1: Well, welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Women of Grace Live. I'm Johnette Williams. Very happy to be with you. Yes, I am. We're inviting you to give us a call here. Got a toll free number for you if you're here in North America. It's 833 EWTN. That's 833 288 3986. It's always a joy. Always a pleasure to talk with you, to share with us what's going on in your world. Yes, it's just a lovely opportunity. I also invite you to use the chat feature at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply put in your question, comment, insight, inspiration, or word of encouragement. I will be only too delighted uh, to uh, discuss it on the air with you. We also like to pray with you here. We've got Rich Jesse, who's our producer. We have Matthew Gubensky answering the phones today. And we have Michael McCall out there doing social media. Looking forward to hearing from you. Do want to tell you something else, too. You know, it's very important for us to know what is going on in the world. Even though we don't like it sometimes, uh, we don't know how to pray unless we know what's going on in the world. And when it comes to what's happening in those issues that regard life, I don't think you can do a whole lot better than EWTN News, uh, especially uh, with regard to the uh, news that comes to you via Pro-Life Weekly and its host, Prudence Robertson, who keeps you informed and educated with all of the latest news that's happening in the pro-life arena. Uh, you also can receive uh, EWTN's pro life weekly directly to your email box each week. Uh, If you would like to do that, just visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. That way, you know, you'll have it, you'll hear it, but then you'll have it in print. You can take a look at it. You will be able to analyze it for yourself and direct your prayers in a, in a way that is, is more specific uh, and more intentional. Always a good way to pray. Specificity and intentionality, they kind of go together, right? Uh, So we invite you to do that. That's ewtn.com. Click on subscribe to get EWTN's Pro Life Weekly directly to your email box each week. How delightful is that? Also, too, want to let you know that we have daily grace lines that come to you uh, via Women of Grace. You can subscribe for those at our website, womenofgrace.com. I'll tell you, people love those daily grace lines, uh, and I can understand why. Uh, They're very good, the Grace Line in and of itself is great because it comes from a saint or it comes from a document of the church or sacred scripture, so it doesn't get any better than that. Questions for reflection help for you to carry that beautiful, beautiful insider inspiration with you throughout the course of the day. Additional to that, they are beautifully designed. The graphics are just gorgeous on them. So I invite you to subscribe to that as well. Really inviting you to give us a call here, 833-288-EWTN. That's 833 833- three, two, eight, eight. Three nine eight six. That's the way that you can join us live here on Women of Grace Live. I do want to tell you a little bit about the beautiful uh, experience that I had, the opportunity that I had uh, this past week, Thursday evening, at St. John the 23rd Catholic Church there in Fort Myers, Florida. I was telling you all about it. Uh, it is an organization called Faith and Wine. This is the Faith and Wine of Lee County. I understood from the women that this actually began in Naples, Florida, and it was so So popular among the women that some of the women uh, from Fort Myers wanted to start one uh, as well in their area, in their community, and they did. I understand that there's interest now uh, from a group in North Carolina. Uh, So it seems as though this this particular outreach is gaining a lot of traction. And basically what it is is that these women come together once a month and they host a dinner. Um, They do have some wine to drink if you would like to have a glass of wine, hence Faith and Wine. And they invite a guest speaker in. So I was uh, blessed and fortunate enough to be the guest speaker this past Thursday evening. Uh, The place was packed out. It was wonderful. They, They sold the tickets out. I think they told me like two weeks before the event happened, uh, two wonderful priests were there with us, and it was uh, uh, quite an evening. It was truly quite an evening, a, a beautiful opportunity to share about the faith. And uh, I was talking really about, you know, uh, authentic femininity and the attack against women today. And I don't think that we understand the roots of it. You know, I really don't think that we do. I'll tell you one author that I really like, and uh, you know, again, blessed and privileged am I because I've had the opportunity opportunity to become, uh, you know, a friendly acquaintance of of this dear woman and uh, also to have the opportunity to interview her a number of times and also to have her be at some of our Women of Grace events, and that's Carrie Gress, who I think has done a marvelous job at helping us to understand, uh, you know, and perceive what we're seeing in our culture today from a godly perspective, you know, which is really wisdom, right? Seeing the world through the eyes of God, that is the gift of wisdom. And uh, Carrie's written a couple of books. Uh, the Anti-Woman Exposed, and her newest one uh, talks about the, um, I, I think it's called The, uh, the Death of Women or The Annihilation of Women. I'll, I'll check that on the break. I should know because I've interviewed her on that book. Uh, but all of that being said, two really, really good books. And, uh, you know, Carrie uh, takes the reality of what's happening to women, and she looks at it through the lens of what radical feminism has done uh, to the, the whole uh, reality of the feminine the whole reality of who woman is uh, but in her latest book she takes us back a little bit further than that and uh, she shows us how these roots really began a long time ago uh and she kind of takes this current problem and couches it uh in in the 1700s and brings us forward from that point But I want to posit with you today, and Carrie would agree with this, I want to posit for you today that this attack against the woman is a primordial attack, meaning that this attack against the woman began in the Garden of Eden. Uh, I was thinking about something today, you know, this is just a little quirky thought I had, but I thought, you know, every Monday I should talk about our Blessed Mother. It should be, it it should be, you know, Merry Mondays or something like that. Uh, But if you, if you think about it, maybe that's what's sparking all of this in my mind right now. The fact of the matter is the attack against the woman, the desire to annihilate the woman, to take the woman out is something that goes all of the way back to the dawn of human civilization. It takes, it goes all the way back to to Genesis to Adam and to Eve it goes all the way back to that moment when Eve is tempted in the garden it takes it takes you all the way back to that moment of, uh, of her succumbing to that temptation and then seducing her husband uh, to succumb to temptation, uh, presenting temptation to him. And then, as he eats the fruit, you will read this in Genesis 3, verse 6, you know, then the eyes of both of them were open. Uh, you notice when Eve eats of, of the fruit, when she takes that noxious um, uh, 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 fruit of temptation that the evil one offers her, uh, you know, nothing happens at that point. But when Adam eats of it, that's when everything begins to unravel. Uh, And it's because God has given the man, uh, charged him really, um, brought him into his own divine authority over the garden. And, and he's charged him to keep and to till the garden. What does that mean to keep and to till? What does the use of that word keep mean in that passage in scripture? To keep something, you know, it means to guard it, to protect it. You know, you, somebody says to you, they, they, they give you something very precious. And they, will you keep this for me? You know, they, they expect you to guard it, to protect it. You become a fiduciary in a sense, right, uh, to, 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 to uh, th- that entrustment, right? You're, you're called to uh, govern over it in a safe way. But he also calls them to till it. And, and what is that about? What is that tilling about? Well, that tilling is about making the land productive, participating once again in God's sovereign reality of creator, right? Um, He wants, he's, he's offering him his creation and saying, do something good with this, uh, and in this case, with regard to Adam, it, it's to till the till the garden, right? And tilling has to do with with using the, the land, the soil for production. For what? For food, right? So till it, right? So he's, he's charging him to protect and to provide. And because he's got God's authority, there's one other very masculine charism or grace that God imbues the man with. and And that is. Uh, the whole area of leadership leadership well in that moment of temptation what happens there you know adam has abdicated his authority and in the catholic understanding of the word authority it's not like a you know a juridical form power at the top and then it, it kind of like uh you know uh drifts down right to to uh, you know to to uh, through a hierarchical kind of, of configuration no in, in in Catholic understanding of the word authority the root of authority being author author being what one who creates right um, it, it, it has to do with what it has to do with a responsibility for life and everything you know with regard to that man's authority, Uh, all that God has invested in the man by way of of bestowal. Uh, He's called to be protector, provider, and leader. All of that has to do with life. It all has to do with the bringing forth of life, the guarding, the protecting of life, uh, the nourishment of life, and the leadership that safeguards life, right? All of that, all of that is there. So in that moment, when you know when when Eve drifts off. I don't know what Adam's doing. I mean, you know, Scripture tells us he was there. I don't know what he's doing. I he sleeping? <laughs> he could be sleeping, snoozing under a tree. I don't know what he's doing. But he abdicates. He abdicates that authority. Uh, may I say, you know, that that that. Uh, try that that triune authority of of protection provision and leadership he abdicates that and his wife gets all tangled up with the serpent and then you know she in succumbing becomes affected by that now she becomes the seducer she's seduced and then what does she do she seduces her husband she entices him she entices him to sin along with her and then everything begins to happen and so then what goes on well then you read in Genesis 3 a little bit later on right there at verse 15 I'm after God finds the man and the woman hiding in the bushes which I think is hysterical <laughs> golly, I think it's so funny uh, because God is why God is omniscient, right? He's omniscient. He knows all things. So God knows exactly where they are. He's actually giving them an opportunity to repent, but they don't take that opportunity. And so in Genesis 315, God begins to meet M-E-T-E, meet out the punishment, right? He begins to say, okay, so now this is what's going to happen here uh, because of this. And he starts with the devil. And what does God the Father say in that moment? He's prophesying here. He's prophesying. He's telling him about an event that's going to happen in the future. He says, I will put enmities. Note the plural. This comes from the Dewey Reams Bible, Latin Vulgate. I will put enmities. What is an enmity? It's a strife. It's a war. I will put wars, strifes between you and the woman, between your seed and hers. She will crush your head, again, Latin Vulgate, and you will strike at her heel. So he he prophesies that and from that moment on the attack, the diabolical attack has always been against the woman. This is what I was talking about the other night. And and it's you know, th- this attack, I think, uh, you know, has had several points of crescendo. Uh, but I, I I think that we might be at the point of of of, of culmination of attack, the triumph. The triumph is happening, and the triumph will ultimately come the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, where her children, the children that are consecrated to Jesus through her, her children who form her heel will enter into that battle that the evil one wages against the woman, ultimately it's all about Mary, wages against the woman. We will act, we will act in that moment. And that head of the serpent will be crushed. And I think that you and I are called. That's our mission. That's our mission. We're, we're called to crush and smite the head of the serpent. But the attack is against the woman. Now, why do I say that That, that perhaps we're at the culmination of this? Why, why do I say that? I say it because if you look at what's happening in, in the culture today with regard to the woman, you can see. That the whole purpose is to expunge her. The whole purpose is to annihilate her. The whole purpose is to take her out. You can look at it from the whole venue and perspective of sexuality, uh, the, the whole uh, uh, trumped-up confusion with regard to gender. You know the whole uh, kind of of of. Uh, uh, false compassion that has become part and parcel um, of our worldview today uh, that, that says that, 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 the, that the mutilation of the body is a good thing, you can look at it all. And when you look at it through those, those, those eyes of, of scriptural prophecy, when you look at it through those eyes of, 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 uh, of, of faith, wisdom, you can begin to see what is being played out. It's not hard to see. It isn't hard to see at all. So I talked a little bit about that uh, last Thursday evening. Um, And and it's an important topic because, um, you know, we we have to be the voice that cries out in the wilderness. If you and I, who are believers, are not the ones proclaiming truth, who is going to proclaim it? You know, God has given us life at this moment in history to be those proclaimers of truth, right? And he'll give us the fortitude and the courage that we need to speak it. Now, you know, St. Paul tells his disciple Timothy that, you know, there's going to be terrible days. The last days will be terrible. Terrible times in the last days, says he. But he tells him something else. He says, as for you, fulfill your mission. As for you, be an evangelist. As for you, speak the truth. Hosea four six, a beautiful passage that kind of speaks to this in its own way. Uh, says this: um, "My people perish." This is this is the voice of God coming through His prophet. My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge that's really an important thing to ponder we don't want our loved ones to perish for lo- lack of knowledge we we don't want our society to perish for lack of knowledge we don't want our civilization to crumble because of lack of knowledge and the job the duty the responsibility the holy trust given to each one of us at this moment in time is to be those purveyors of truth not going to be popular, people aren't going to want to hear it. You might, you know, be isolated, (laughs) ostracized, lose, you know, human respect, but your call is to be that voice crying out in the wilderness of our day and time. It's the stuff I think that heroic virtue is made of. Our founders, Mother Angelica, she certainly knew that virtue. We can know it too. You've been called to be a saint. You've been, been called to be saint for this moment in the history of man. Want to get your thoughts and perspectives on it all? 833 ewtn That's 833-288-3986. Give us a buzzeroo. We'll be right back with
0: you. Join in on the conversation. The Women of Grace phone lines are open one 288 ewtn one 288 3986
1: Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Women of Grace Live. I am Johnette Williams. So happy to be with you today and so very eager to hear from you today. So please use that toll-free call-in number if you're here in North America. It's 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. That is the way that you can join us right here on Women of Grace Live, where we love to have that holy conversation with you. Also want to uh, invite you to use the chat feature at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. You can put in a question or comment there. And we will retrieve it and be happy to address it. We do accept your questions and your comments about uh, anything that you want to talk about, within reason, of course. Uh, so we are talking about our Blessed Mother today and the attack against the woman, but we don't have to stay there. Uh, you kind of direct it with your calls and questions. We'd like to get your perspective on that, though, and you can use that toll free number once again to do so 833 288 EWTN. Additionally, we want to let you know if you are outside of North America, we've got a number for you too. Begin- With the country code, and that's eight uh, that is one two zero five two seven one two nine eight five. Country code one two zero five two seven one. 2985 do want to let you know that monday through friday afternoon at 1 p m eastern time on ewtn radio it is the doctor is in with dr ray Garendi. we invite you to call into his program as well you know dr ray takes calls about all kinds of things having to do with family life family marriage relationships all of that kind of stuff that is his uh, that what what I want to say that that's that's the that's the park that he plays ball in <laughs> <laughs> that's where he kind of lives um, what a funny guy he is we talk about humor uh, what a funny man he is I was interviewed by him not too long ago for some upcoming television programs that he's doing for ewTn and you know you just never know what he's gonna say and you just kind of <laughs> try to stay with him you know it was an interesting time with him there I, and I know that it's interesting uh, every Monday through Friday afternoon at 1 p.m Eastern on ewTN radio with the doctor is in who is that doctor? Dr. Ray Garendi. And uh, give him a buzz. But give us a buzz first. We're on the air first. A three three two eight eight EWTN. That's A three three two eight eight three nine eight six. We have John with us. He is in Trenton, New Jersey this morning, listening to us via Domestic Church Media. Uh shout out to all of those good people at Domestic Church Media. Uh how are you doing, John?
2: Oh, I'm making it one day at a time. This is uh John N. Oh, well, oh, I'm glad you to hear Well, Pardon you're me. welcome. Hello. Are you there?
1: I'm here. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you. Yes, I can. I got to turn my radio down.
1: Oh, there you uh, go. I
2: had a good, uh, thank you so much for your time.
1: You're uh, welcome. I've been having
2: problem, family, family problems. I've been trying to call the radio station here and there. And uh, uh, I've been uh, uh, having many problems with uh, uh, family because uh they are uh, looking at, uh, at me as if I uh, am somebody that uh, never existed in their life, all right? And wow. actually, uh, uh, it, it hurt me and me, tears me apart. The way they uh, 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 make me feel, you know, obsolete, so to speak, all right? And, uh, you know, I've done, my family has done so much. Now, me and my mother have done so much for my sister and her family. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, uh, uh, my inheritance is uh, what I'm thinking about so much, okay? It's a money type of situation. And um, they kind of like stole money from me, so to speak, okay? And uh, we worked very hard for them. And I'm retired. My mother and father have been together for 25 years. And then they separated, okay? And then uh, my daddy got married again. And if I saw this lady again, Mrs. Johnette, I wouldn't know who she was. But uh, I didn't meet this later, but my mother never got married again, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, she stayed together. She stayed with me, and I took care of her. She had breast cancer. She retired from General Motors. I mean, General Electric. My father retired from General Motors. That's in uh, the old plant in the uh, U.N. County, New Jersey. And uh, let me say this to you, the hardworking people. I'm, my sister retired from social working, all right? And uh, we all, four people worked very hard. For the money, well, a little, a little bit of beans, if I may say so, okay. Yes. And I was very, very happy to, uh, you know, be a part of the, the the American, in a way, you know, we're very much American people, you know, okay. And um, and, and uh, I feel that um, I can be treated better by the family, and yes. so on and so on, okay. And uh, it, it's very, very disturbing to me, you know, with this situa- the way the situation is, okay. Yes. Uh, the inheritance is very important, you know, and as you know, for the poor people, and uh, we so are John, poor people.
1: Yeah. So, John, if if I, if I might interrupt, um, so have you expressed your emotions to your family members? Have you told them about how it is that you feel and that you want to have a mm-hmm. relationship with them and that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. told them. So, what about this? You know, the inheritance. Were you named in the will?
2: Yes, I was. I was, yes, ma'am. I was named in the will. I used to keep, we kept the, the will in the, uh, a bank in the same mm-hmm. deposit box. And me yes. and my mother went over many times, okay?
1: Yes.
2: Now, before, you know, uh, we, we're very close now, me and mama. All right. And let me say this to you uh, 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 I miss her so much. Uh, it's been two years in advance that she has passed. Yes. All right. Of course, my sister passed with, uh, breast, with uh, lung cancer. All right, secondhand smoke for my uh, uh, my uh, brother in law. He smoked mm-hmm. and smoked around there. It was like a cloud when we went inside the house, like a cloud. Mm-hmm. And let me say that my daddy used to smoke and drink too, but he handled mm-hmm. it, you know, properly. He handled mm-hmm. it properly. I don't smoke, drink, or do anything. But to God be the glory, okay, I stay in the church. Yeah. I learn more about Catholicism every day. I'm, but if I'm Baptist, yeah. okay, raised in the Baptist tradition. Used to watch Dr. Charles Stanley like crazy. <laughs> And yeah. listening to uh, uh uh what do you call uh, uh yeah uh, we, we we it was very much in the in touch ministry so much uh, went down Atlanta Georgia to see Dr King's memorial and everything I wanted to visit his church understand but I didn't have enough time yeah. Uh, to see, to see his truth. but anyway.
1: Yeah. So let me just, let me just suggest, you know, John, I, these, these family matters are very, very difficult. There's no question about it. And I don't think that there's anything that's more heartbreaking than when you have tension within a family um, over situations that can be resolved uh, simply through uh, compassion, through concern, and may I say, you know, through justice. Uh, so here you are in a situation that, that seems to be, uh, almost, uh, uh, impossible to resolve. And what we'll do, we'll pray together. Uh, but God can work through all things. And I think the only thing that you can do in these kinds of matters is, is to continue to treat your family members with charity. Continue to treat them as well as you can. Uh, And if you cannot interact with them, you can treat them well by praying for them uh, and asking God to bless them. Uh, That is our call and our duty and responsibility as Christians. Money can do miserable things to people. Uh, money can be a, a source of, of uh, uh, division, it can be a source of tension, it can be um, a source of irritability, it can tear apart the delicate fibers of a relationship. We don't want that to happen. Yes, justice needs to be served in this situation, uh, but until that can be resolved in a way that that, that uh, is going to lead to Uh, the way your mother would have had it happen, then in the meantime, we try to act with charity. We try to act um, as Jesus would act. And I I have to say, that isn't easy. You know, I mean, it's easy for me to say that, friends. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, that's not easy because it requires dying to self. We have to die to self. We, We have to die to what our desires are, what our agenda is to act charitably even in the face of injustice, to act charitably in the face of injustice, not necessarily to accept the injustice, don't misunderstand, to fight for the truth and to fight for what is right. But in the midst of it, to be charitable, and 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 John, I think that that is the first recourse for you in this situation. So let's just um, take a moment, and let's just uh, say a little prayer, Father God. We do come before you in the mo- this moment, and you know you see the knots, the, the 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 tangles that are in this relationship, and Father, you know what is now being seen is perhaps the most recent, but. I'm thinking that the big tangle has several little knots inside of it. And so I want to come to you, Father God, and I want to ask for the uh, maternal beatitude and intercession of our blessed lady underneath her title of our lady undoer of knots, our lady undoer of tangles. And Mother, you know, I would just ask that, Um, as you come before the throne of the Father in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and as we come before that throne with you in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, that no matter what this messy situation uh, might look like, no matter how impossible it seems, knowing that nothing is impossible with God, we stand in faith, we stand in hope, we stand in trust. Mother, in the midst of all of this too, I ask that you take your son John into, uh, you know, the inner recesses of your most immaculate heart. He's lost his mother, his biological, natural mother, but he's not lost you. You are his spiritual mother, and I ask, mother, that you would bring to him the solace, uh, the comfort. Uh, the consolation that he needs, uh, that you would obtain those beautiful treasures of grace for him from your spouse, the Holy Spirit, and that it would be through your maternal love for him emanating from your immaculate heart, uh, that he would experience a peace, uh, that he would experience a hope, that he would experience a joy. No one can take that from us. Uh, we give that up, we relinquish that. And so I'm asking Mother that that these treasures of grace would uh, be stimulated within your son's heart and that he would be able to rest in the surety and the certainty that your son is at work in his life. No matter how bleak it seems, the fact of the matter is, our God shines forth in the midst of bleakness. And so it is, Father God, that we do offer this prayer to you in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the merits of his cross, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and with the maternal beatitude and intercession of our Blessed Lady. And it is with joy and with hope that we end this prayer once again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, John, thank you for your call, and I certainly do hope that this resolves itself. And friends, you know, maybe you've had a similar situation in your life and you would like to offer some kind of insight uh, to John. We welcome you to do that. 833 288 EWTN, that's 833 uh two eight eight three nine eight six. That is the way that you can join us here on Women of Grace Live. You can also use the chat feature. Uh it's available for you at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Sean, thank you so very, very much. Here here are the titles of, of Carrie's books. I, I just want to give them to you again. Uh here you go. Um anti Mary Exposed. I think I might have said the anti woman exposed. Uh, It's anti-Mary exposed, rescuing the culture from toxic femininity. And the other one, the end of woman, how smashing the patriarchy has destroyed us the end of woman. I had said, I think the annihilation of woman, but it's the end of woman, how smashing the patriarchy has destroyed us. So wanted to make those little corrections for you because, well, you know, I want you to have the right information. Uh, so those are the titles for you today. So I think that we've got a, a comment call out there. We're inviting you to call us to 833 ewtn That's eight three three two eight eight. 288 3986. That's the way that you can join us right here on Women of Grace Live. So, Rich, who left a comment for us?
2: Hello, Marie from Omaha. I was discussing with someone about if you're going to meet the author someday, you might as well read the book regarding scripture. It was countered by, well, there are many different books. Which How do you know yours is the right one? How do you know versus um, the Buddhist, et cetera, options? So um, thank you.
1: Well, thanks for your question. Well, it's interesting on a number of levels and I really like it. (laughs) You know, if you're going to meet the author of the book someday, you know, maybe, maybe you should read the book. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, how do we know that that sacred scripture is, is the, the, uh, is, is the inspired word of God, right? Well, we know that because, um, we have the benefit of having had our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, who himself, a Jew, followed those writings of the Old Testament. And when our Lord Jesus Christ... um, Uh, experienced his passion, death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven, he did not leave us orphaned. Not only does he uh, pray for us, abide with us, uh, you know, in terms of our relationship with him on earth, but additionally, he left us his mystical body, and that mystical body is the church. And the church, uh, early on, you know, uh, in its history, determined what books would fill uh, which books were inspired, which ones would become the canon, which ones would become uh, the, 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 the uh, instruction for the church, uh, uh, carrying on the mission of Christ through the word of God. He also promised that he would leave, he would send the paraclete. And he did send the paraclete. And it's by way of the paraclete, who is the Holy Spirit, that these books, these, these inspired texts were determined by the church that Jesus Christ founded. So we have all of that, right? Uh, you know, yes, there are other books, uh, you know, obviously, we know that to be the case. But those books do not claim to be inspired. And as a matter of fact, uh, you know, with with Buddhism uh, and some of these other uh, uh Eastern Oriental uh, religions such as Hinduism, you know, their worldview is very different. So they they do not see uh, you know th- this this reality of a triune God. Uh, they don't acknowledge our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, God coming in the flesh, the second person of the Blessed Trinity coming to us uh, by way of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Um, they don't claim that there is a Holy Spirit that is inspiring them. Uh, so. You know, I think that the answer to that simply is that the other books uh, that that are out there that that give us a philosophy of life, give us simply that, you know, a man's view of how perhaps the world operates and how we should operate in that world. What we have uh, in our sacred scriptures uh, is the inspired word of God that has the capacity to nourish us. Has the capacity to inspire us, the capacity to lead us, and it really is, uh, you know, the 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 gift that Holy Mother Church offers us uh, to continue on our journey to Jesus Christ. So I hope that helps you in some way, Marie from Omaha, or excuse me from, uh, yeah, I think you said it was Omaha. Uh, so good to have you with us today. We always welcome you to leave a comment for us. I mentioned that to you as the program began there. All you have to do is get out there uh, and use the phone line that is our call-in line after 4 p.m. in the afternoon. And what is that number? 833 ewtn You can use it right now. We can have some holy conversation together. Looking forward to Hearing from you, we've talked about a lot of things here this morning. Uh, perhaps you have a comment you would like to make, an inspiration. Maybe you have a word of encouragement. You know, maybe you have a question. 833-288-3986. That's 288 eight E W T N. You know, it's an interesting thing, uh, and I do believe that it was Fulton Sheen, venerable Fulton Sheen, that said, you know, that um, for the for the um, believer, no proof is necessary. For the unbeliever, no proof is enough, right? Because it's a matter and a disposition of heart. You know, faith is one of the three theological virtues that we receive at the moment of our baptism. The other two are hope and, 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 and charity. And what is charity? You know, charity is the love of God active within us. So when it comes to faith, faith is a virtue. Now, we all have it once we're baptized. It's in its nation state. State there, it's, it's a little seed in there. It has to be watered. It has to be tended. And one of the ways in which our faith grows is through, obviously, reception of the sacraments. We know that uh, our prayer life. We know that. But also through reading sacred scripture. <clears throat> As we read sacred scripture and we are led by the word of God. When we read a sacred scripture um, in in a holy way, uh, a great tradition within the church, a great way of praying scripture is called Lexio Divina, which means holy reading. We read it not so much to make progress uh, through the books of of sacred scripture. You know, the, the Bible actually is a library. It consists of many individual books, which in their essence do not contradict each other at all um, because they're guided by the one same Holy Spirit who cannot be contradiction and remain. (laughs) So there's no contradiction in scripture. But as uh, as we plumb the depths of sacred scripture in a holy fashion, reading to hear God speaking to us, we will hear him speaking to us and we will be led by the word. And as we are led by the word of God, as we begin to see the, 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 the word of God uh, 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 evident in the daily circumstances of our life, as we allow the word of God to be the influencer of the way in which we see the world, ourselves in the world, and the way in which we walk through that world, as we allow that to happen, then faith grows. It grows and it grows and, it's, and it grows. I think it was also Fulton Sheen, who made the statement very loose paraphrase here, but made the statement that you know Christianity Christianity has not been tried and failed. It's that it's never been tried. It hasn't been tried. So the individuals who dump out of Christianity, the individuals who wander away to other faith traditions, uh, the individuals who um, have never explored Christianity, uh, they are the ones I think who. Uh, most uh, rail against Christianity, but it isn't that it's failed. It's not failed them. It's that they've not tried it, and yet they'll argue against it, and they'll raise all kinds of questions, such as Marie asked us today. Uh, you know, the question was raised for her by somebody that she was talking with. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? Well, isn't that what faith is? Isn't isn't that what it says in Scripture itself? Isn't it it true that we walk by faith, not by sight? And I found something very interesting in my own life of faith. I begin to understand to the extent that I begin to believe. (laughs) To the extent that I begin to believe, to the extent that I am obedient to what scripture says, to that extent, does my understanding increase? I see more. the way that it's always been. Jesus shows us that, you know, in his own life in terms of, of, um, uh, you know, healing. He asked the people, you know, do you believe that I can heal you? Do you believe maybe they haven't seen evidence of it yet? And they say, yes. And then he heals them. Right. So there is something about that, that, that decision to believe that, that kind of trips the switch and we begin to understand more deeply. Uh, so, um, I don't know if we have time uh, to be able to take this last call. I certainly would like to do it. Uh, But I hear that music, and the answer to that question is no. So, Anikao, if you can call back tomorrow, I would appreciate it very much. Georgia out there on YouTube, Adam and Eve made first bread. Noah planted first vine and made first wine both were beginning of creation bread and wine well Georgia you know as you say it's all right there and may I say where is it it's in sacred scripture so very very beautiful Uh, more Lisa Marie John at the feast of saints Adam and Eve is part of our Catholic calendar help me understand why they are recognized saints they are hardly pillars and models of faith right well we're going to come back to that question I hope it stays up there for me until tomorrow and we'll take it all of that being said It's been great being with you today, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. We'll be back with you tomorrow as we continue to discuss more the beauty and the wonder of our Catholic faith right here on Women of Grace Live. God bless you now. Bye-bye.